and salutations, Simmers, and welcome to the Simmers Digest podcast, a Sims and Sims community-based podcast. I am Technobabble, your host on this audio exploration, guiding you through the vast and fantastically creative community that makes up the Sims, hoping to help you discover someone new, learn a little more about some of your favorite creators, and highlight all of the amazing people who make up our community. We are all in luck today, my friends. Basically, Bex has the talented and delightfully entertaining Scarlet Hope in the studio. We've a brand new mood board coming out this week that Soli Sims will be filling you in on. We've got a loads of fun new challenges to check out this week. We feature some amazing Sim videos to check out on YouTube after the podcast, of course. Lady Sweetheart has a brand new feature about their amazing CC creator, MSQ Sims. April Dark has a guest in the studio as well who will give you some insider information as to how the creative process of creating a machinima starts and finishes. Hip Hip Renee has another amazing tip for you, and the Something Simless crew has another great tip for our console players. Then we'll wrap the episode up with all of the Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Replay news from this week. This has been one doozy of a week for me, and I imagine some of you may have also experienced this too. Well, it is time to sit back, load your latest save, turn up the volume, embrace your latest work in progress, perhaps your challenge save, cast creation, or just gameplay itself, and let the Simmers Digest crew keep you company while we kick off the episode. And guess what? Here it is. Simmers and welcome to another great day. Today in the studio I have Scarlet Hope. She was a FINA's Friday Five nominee and now we are here trying to get to know her a little bit more. So without further ado, please welcome Scarlet into the studio today. Hello! Thank you so much for having me. I've been so excited about this. Like I've been giddy all week, like you would not believe. Can't wait to have a chat with you about one of my favourite games, The Sims. I feel like I'm a bit of a secret gamer in real life, so it's so nice to have a chat with you guys and all my fellow enthusiasts out there listening as well. So thank you for having me on the show today. Absolutely. I'm so happy to have you. So the first things first, I always ask, how long have you been playing The Sims? God, you know, thinking about it, I've actually been playing The Sims for a very long time. Longer than I feel like I care to admit. But yeah, I think the first game that I ever had was for the PS2, The Sims 2 Pets. And oh my god, I absolutely fell in love with that game. Can't remember what year. I think it must have been something like 2005, 2006. So I was quite young at the time, but I was just completely obsessed. I used to go around to my friends' houses all the time and all we used to do was play The Sims 2 because I think that had just come out like a couple of years before that at the time. And yeah, this was like back in the day when you had to go to your friend's house and you'd go into like their dad's office room and there'd just be this massive computer that you'd load up and it'd sound like a rocket taking off in the room. But I just have so many vivid memories of spending just hours and hours in there with my friends, like making a family and just absolutely loving the game. So I think I stuck with The Sims 2 for a very long time before I moved on to any of the other games. But at the time we didn't actually have a PC so I remember sticking with the PlayStation version for quite a while which is still a fun game but it's quite different really to the PC version. So for a little while I kind of was just going between that one and then playing whenever I could whenever I was at a friend's house but I remember the day when we first got a PC that could play The Sims and I was absolutely ecstatic about it. It was like the only reason I ever wanted to go on the computer. We did do that classic thing at first where I think we bought The Sims two seasons. 
but we didn't realise that you actually had to have the base game first before you used any expansions. But I feel like that's the first mistake that absolutely everyone makes and it's quite funny really, but yeah, so I think ever since then it's been an ongoing love for me really and like I said, I stuck with The Sims 2 for a very, very long time. I was always kind of slow moving with the times. Yeah, I don't think I actually truly started playing The Sims 4 until about 2018, actually. I kind of stuck with the older games for quite a while before I moved on, but whenever someone asks, I will absolutely always say that my favourite game of all time is The Sims 2. There's just something about that game, like, I don't know whether it's just nostalgia, but... Whenever I pick it up or even just thinking about it right now kind of just brings me back to like that early 2000s like nostalgic point of my life and yeah so I just think it's such a great game there's always something new and exciting to be found looking back on it and I just think it's just fantastic so absolutely my favourite game of all time no questions asked. Yeah it's just mad to think that I've been playing this game for about 15 years now and I still love it and I just feel like my love and appreciation for it has just grown with time to be honest. That's wonderful. I never got an opportunity to play Sims 2 myself but I have heard from the grapevine of my Sims friends that I am missing out. So um, thank you for sharing that history with us. I found it super interesting because I love hearing all of the like origin stories for simmers it kind of just like makes my heart flutter so thank you so much for sharing that so i always have been asking people about their favorite build item but now i'm kind of shifting into people's favorite cast item so what is your favorite cast item my favorite creator sim item that's a good question there is something that immediately comes to mind and I use it every time that I go in casts. Like when I'm not recording something, when I'm just playing on my own, I'm immediately drawn to this one item and that is the cowboy boots from the Strangerville game. And I don't know why I'm so drawn to this one specific pair of cowboy boots. I think it's because I really want a pair in real life. So I'm just kind of living vicariously through Sims, but Strangerville seems to be one of those like Marmite type of game packs and I was kind of surprised by this because Strangerville is my absolute favourite game pack and I was kind of surprised to see that there are a lot of people out there that don't love it as much as I do but I would definitely say the creator sim items and the build and buy mode as well to be honest I use them pretty much all the time they're some of my favourite objects in the game so I'm definitely team pro Strangerville and you know what? I'm going to vouch for the eyeball ring because I feel like that gets undeserved hate. I mean, we would have all worn that in 2012. You know you would as well. I definitely would have. So I just kind of imagine whenever I see like an unnamed townie walking around with that wonderful eyeball ring, I just kind of imagine they're going through like a 2012 Tumblr phase and it just brings that memories back and I repress it back down again. But it just amuses me, so I'm going to vouch for it. Justice for the eyeball ring. Justice for the eyeball ring. That is the first time I have ever heard that statement. And you know what? I think it's a mood. Uh, I agree with you. It's definitely something that would have been worn in 2012. I might have owned something like it in 2012. So my next question is, um, what is your favorite stuff pack for The Sims 4? See, I was never really that much of a stuff pack person for quite a while. I always thought it was just a little bit cheeky asking a tenor for just the few items that you would get at the start when they first started making them. But I will admit, I have kind of come on board the stuff pack train just kind of more recently because I feel like they've been up in their game. I feel like since about the Machino one when that came out, I feel like every stuff pack since then has gotten a little bit better and a little bit more has been included each time. So I'm getting a little bit more on board with it, but the first stuff pack that I was really excited about was Strangely Nifty Knitting. And 
The reason for that wasn't because I particularly love knitting, it's not something I've ever had the patience for as a hobby in real life, but there was one feature that I needed more than anything, and that was that the heavy metal radio station was coming with nifty knitting, and I thought that was that was enough to sell it to me. So I make it no secret that I'm a massive heavy metal fan, I have been my entire life, it's like my number one passion in life, so when I heard that Heavy Metal was coming to The Sims, I was like, that's it, sold. And the fact that they put it in the knitting pack seems to make no sense at first, but I kind of looked into it, and when I realised it was because there is a Heavy Metal knitting competition held in Finland every year, then I was just like, this is just the fun quirkiness that The Sims is known for, and I had my heart set on it from that point, and... You know what, I've actually quite enjoyed the knitting as well, so it was just a nice bonus. There was quite a few bands that I actually like in real life that recorded songs for that pack, so it's really cool to be playing The Sims and then I'll be like, oh, a song that I like in real life in Simlish, um, brilliant. So yeah, Nifty Knitting, my favourite stuff pack, who would have guessed it? You're absolutely right, stuff packs have certainly come a long way in their time. Now they're certainly more with it than they were in the past and nifty knitting is a great stuff pack so that makes a hundred percent sense so i'm gonna shift gears a little bit and ask who your favorite cc creator is and i'm also gonna ask at the same time if you're a maxis match or alpha person which one do you prefer so I'm a big lover of CC. I use it quite a lot. Um, I like to make Sims in my own image and that kind of makes me sound like I have a bit of a weird god complex. Um, but no, I think I just like to have Sims that kind of represent myself and I feel like that's kind of a universal thing for a lot of players. They want to see themselves represented in this game. That's what was always such a big draw. You could always have like LGBT sims were always visible. I mean, even from the start, the sims 2, you could have people marry whoever they wanted, you know, look however you want. So I feel like it's kind of universal to want to be able to make sims that feel like they represent you. So my absolute favourite group of CC creators are the Crypto Club. They are a group of alternative gothic and punk simmers that make the absolute coolest CC that I've ever seen. They're led by the absolutely awesome Deathpoke1QA, who's an absolutely amazing guy. He's super, super cool. And I'm just in awe like of the amazing things that they create. Like, I don't even know how CC creators go about making meshes and all that. It just blows me away. Like, I wish I had that kind of skill. But the Crypto Club have come out with so many really amazing collections. They did one last year with, that was a Punk Pride one. And it just made me so excited to kind of see this sort of thing because it really just embodies the spirit of being alternative or being part of a subculture. It really, like, it's always been about making community and finding people of all different walks of life and sharing the same love between each other. So it's just been so great to find a group of CC creators that one, make really awesome stuff and also just really embody the spirit and love what they do. So absolutely, if you're looking for anything for your goth sims, for your punk sims, alternative in any form sims, then absolutely that's the first place you should go to because they make some absolutely incredible custom content and I don't think I could play without a lot of the things that they've made, so it's really spiced my game right up. Oh, 100% Maxis match for me. I definitely never quite got into alpha stuff. I always thought it just stood out just a little bit too much, especially The Sims 4, because it's got such a cartoony, like, graphic style. I always felt like alpha stuff just kind of brought me out of the game a little bit too much, and once I'm in that world, like, I like to be in it. So definitely max this match for me and uh, nothing quite gets my goat like when you've downloaded a nice bit of CC and then you get random old townie, you know, Bella Goth, Eliza Pancakes just strolling around town and they've got that one bit of CC that you've just downloaded on and you're just like, uh, where did you get the audacity from? <laughs> that wasn't for you, babe. So yeah, no, definitely. I feel like if it was, if it was alpha, that would annoy me even more. So I stick to max this match and I just pull up a sneaky cheats bar. If I see a townie wandering around in my CC, I just pull up that testing cheats and 
I give them a little switch over so they're not cramping my style too much. Everybody loves a little cheeky townie dressed in random custom content. But yes, I totally agree. Creating alternative sims is a little hard if you don't have custom content. So I'm going to ask what your favorite aspect of The Sims 4 is when you're not creating content, just for gameplay. Oh, that's quite a hard question, actually. Like, because I, I think genuinely I do enjoy every aspect. Like, I absolutely love building. I love creating a sim. But I think ultimately, I think I might be a gameplay person. Um, I never do gameplay videos, though, because I feel like I'm quite bad at Let's Plays. Um, I see people doing, like, loads and loads of episodes, and I just lack the patience and the will. I can't just give up after three, but... I feel like if I'm just playing for myself, I do play for gameplay. I am the type of person to get quite lost in her own world and I've always been like that. So I feel like once I'm into like a family and I've got this whole storyline going, I really do get quite into it and I get quite a few generations going. So I think ultimately, yeah, I've definitely always been a gameplay person. Like I think ever since going back to The Sims 2, like... There was just so much lore and so much storytelling going on with that game. I've always been really, really into that. And I feel like the classic Sims tropes never get old either. Like the alien abduction, I feel like that's such a classic. Like I never, ever get bored of that. It's one of the first things that I think of. When I think of the Sims, I just go, yeah, alien pregnancy. I don't know why that's so like ingrained in my mind, but I never get bored of it. That story has always been one of my favourite things. I feel like that's just the main aspect that makes me want to play the game. Like, I just want to go into this world and forget about everything going on around me and just focus on the lives of these little people that I've created and kind of just dictate what they're going to do and pick their whole lives out for them. I think that's ultimately what I play for and what I've always loved the most about The Sims. I, too, enjoy some good gameplay. I have a hard time creating content with it because I just, like, get so engrossed into the game that I'm just sitting there silent staring at my Sims. <laughs> but, yes, I love some of the gameplay tropes, especially the alien abductions. Chef's kiss. I live for it when it happens. So, in terms of creating content, what would you say your favorite aspect of The Sims is? Oh, I think in terms of the content that I make, I can be a bit of a mixed bag, really. Like, I feel like I don't specify in one specific area. Like, you get your builders who are amazing and they create these crazy builds that I could never dream of making. And then you've got, like, your challenge people, your let's play people. I'm kind of... I've always been a little bit unsure where I kind of fit within those parameters, but... I try to be as versatile as I can and kind of just pick the content that I feel like I want to make the most. So if I'm really feeling like I want to build something, then I'll do it. Or if I see a challenge that looks really fun and I really want to give it a go, then by all means, I'll try it. So I kind of don't want to limit myself. I kind of just see it as being a little bit more uh, <laughs> varied. And, you know, that might just be me being hopeful, but... I've always been the type of person who doesn't want to limit themselves to one thing. So if I want to branch out and do other content on my channel, which I have started doing, then I let myself do it because I kind of don't want to be tied to one thing. Exactly. And when you don't tie yourself to like one type of content on your channel, you're actually creating content that you enjoy and it will show in your content that you're enjoying it and that you're having a fun time and you're not doing it out of obligation. So yeah, I love that. So of course, I am always looking for new simmers. So what is one simmer that you would want the world to know about? Oh, it feels almost cruel just picking one person here. Like I've seen so many people just do so well for themselves and build these really amazing like communities and very hard just to pick one specific person. I, I could name so many, but I don't want to leave anyone out. So <laughs> I'm going to go for one person who's been just like from the start, the most supportive person ever. And I absolutely love their channel. I love their content. And I feel like they do so much for the community and I'm like so over the moon for how well they've done in just 
like a short period of time really and it's got to be most unfortunate for me because her channel has just I've seen it grow from the very start and you can just see the amount of dedication she has for her videos and just the quality of her builds and the amount of challenges that she puts together for people it's just amazing what she's managed to do in just under a year's time so you know she's got to be my number one person who I kind of aspire to be Absolutely. We love Miss Unfortunate. Make sure you go and check out Miss Unfortunate and let her know that Scarlett sent you. And we've had her here before, too. So love that for her. All right. What is one series on your channel that people should go check out right now? Ooh, I think the video series that I would go back to and kind of say, look, this is what I'm about, would probably be my 40 years of goth style creator sim videos. And it's weird because I feel like I've moved on quite a bit from that now. But I think looking back, if I went, look, this is kind of something that would sum me up I think it would be that one I just think I got in quite a groove with it like I made my first one and it felt almost silly really but I kind of noticed like I was looking through YouTube and you'd get the occasional like goth styling video but I feel I just felt like there was a bit of a gap so I just wanted to try my best to kind of fill that gap and make it my thing and I feel like I did in a way like I feel like when I think of my sims videos I go goth style. That's kind of the first thing that comes to my mind. And I do think in a way I've kind of built what I'm doing now off of that. So I've kind of got new series in, like I've got one where I'm building my own battle vest, like I'm doing more DIY kind of videos and more styling things, but in real life rather than in The Sims. But I feel like I wouldn't have been able to go into that had I not done that Sim series before. All right, everyone, make sure you go and check out Scarlet's series. I think it's wonderful that you are no holds barred being yourself in your content. I love that. And I actually really enjoy watching those videos myself. So thank you so much for being here. Everything that you said was so fantastic. I hope that you have a beautiful day. But before you go, would you please let us know where we can connect with you best? Yeah, it's been great. Thank you so much, Bex, and everyone else on the team for having me on the podcast. It's been really great. There's been some really, really great questions, and I've loved speaking to you. It's been fantastic. Uh, if there's anyone out there mad enough to still want to hear more of my nonsense, you can absolutely follow me on Twitter. My name is Scarlet underscore underscore Hope, and I've also got a YouTube channel, the same name, Scarlet Hope, and... I don't put out videos on a regular schedule, I kind of just put them out as my work schedule allows at the moment, but I try and be regular and put one a week, but don't hold me to it. So <laughs> if you like The Sims, you like games, and you like being a little bit weird, then you just might like it. Um, I make videos of all kinds of things, I'm working on some DIY stuff as well, and I'm having a great time with that, so come on over if you fancy it. But yeah, so thank you so much again for having me, it's been absolutely fantastic. I've loved being a guest on your show, so I'll speak to you all soon, thank you so much for having me. See ya! Dag Dag Simmers. As you all know, Simmers Digest started with a single simmer, myself, creating a digital magazine featuring all of our community's amazing content. We have since grown exponentially thanks to your amazing support. We now host a weekly podcast, weekly simmer features, bring new chapters to our Let's Watch series each week, create YouTube content, host a Discord server, and so much more. We are growing faster than I can even believe it, and I want to thank you all for your amazing and continued support as we grow and create new ways to feature you and your amazing creativity. As we grow, we want to be able to offer even more to our fans, including more giveaways and new segments. In order to do this, you can help contribute by becoming a Simmer supporter on our Patreon page. Per your votes, we currently have multiple tiers set up that you can contribute to, knowing that if you can help, that every dollar raised will go back into supporting our awesome community with giveaways and continuing our growth. 
please keep in mind that there are many ways you can contribute to the Simmer's Digest. Why, even just listening to this podcast helps support the work we do. But if you can, and you want to join us on Patreon, you can now do so. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Simmer's Digest and become a Simmer supporter at whatever level you can. Again, thank you for supporting us, whether it is listening to the podcast, liking our YouTube videos, leaving us comments, sharing the podcast on your socials, or just being a positive member of our simming community. We value you and your continued support and look forward to creating new ways to showcase and feature your amazing works. This is Challenge News with P-Frog Sims. Katie here, aka P-Frog, and today I'm here on the Simmers Digest podcast with the latest and greatest Sims 4 challenges that you might not have heard of and that you can try for yourself. If you don't know me, I'm a Twitch streamer and a YouTuber who's kind of known for building weird stuff and generally being a bit of an oddball, so if you're into that, come and check out my stuff. Do not attempt to change the podcast. You are, in fact, still listening to Challenge News with P-Frog Sims. Except I'm not P-Frog Sims, am I? It's Techno, your host, and I was given the wonderful opportunity to step in this week to bring you all of the wonderful, wonderful Sims Challenge news that exists this week. So let's dive right into it. Starting us off this week, Crystal Gamer 1 has a challenge and a giveaway, and it all wraps up around March 29th. Let me give you the details right now. Crystal has created a Georgian Manor exterior. It's massive, it's beautiful, it's stunning. And what does she want? She wants you to fill it up. That's right, we have ourselves a good old-fashioned furnish challenge. And the hashtag is KGGeorgianFurnishChallenge. You can check it out at SimmersDigest.com. And, like I mentioned before, she's got a giveaway. A Sims Stuff Pack giveaway for PC of your choice should you be the winner. Like I said, the details are all going to be at SimmersDigest.com, so be sure to go over there and check them out. But you will need to follow CrystalGamer1 on Twitter. You'll need to retweet her tweet, download the build, and the most important part, furnish it and get it done by the 29th of this month. That is March. That's right, we're in March, folks. I didn't forget, I remembered. Next up, we have a challenge from Ninny herself. That's Ninster00, and it is a Viking Village challenge. That's right, it's time for a new challenge. We're traveling back to the medieval times of the, and we're building for Vikings. Are you prepared to build for Vikings? I know I'm not, but you might be. Ninny has outlined this beautifully on her Twitter post, which you can find, like I said before, on our website, SimmersDigest.com. And here is what you're going to be choosing to build. A longhouse, or perhaps a Viking ship, or a stave church, or Valhalla. The rules are simple. Pick a theme, lot type, use appropriate, lot size, any unlimited budget, any packs, no CC please, and then you upload to the gallery using the hashtag NinnyViking. And I'm going to spell that for you because this is a podcast. N-I-N-N-I-V-I-K-I-N-G. That's right, I can spell NinnyViking and I'm proud of it. If you're listening to this podcast the day it comes out, you have 10 days left. For those of you who are listening to it later, you might have already missed it. But here is the deadline, March 30th. Get it turned in and be sure to use that hashtag. Get all of the details. See the graphic at SimmersDigest.com. Okay, this next one is by Frankie Danny. And may I just say, the hashtag itself is a gem. It is Pimp Count Strad Chow aka Pimp Count Strad Challenge. That is right. Frankie Danny want to see what you can do with Vlad, baby. We want to see what he looks like. Change him up. This is going to be a fun challenge. The links, like I said before, will be at SimmersDigest.com, but the important thing to know, the deadline is April 1st, 2021. If you're listening to this later, you might have missed it, but you can always go back and check out the hashtag. It's spelled P-I-M-P-C-O-U-N-T-S-T-R-A-U-D-C-H-A-L-L. And I cannot wait to see what you guys create with our good old interrupting neighbor, Vlad. Our next challenge is from the amazing builder, 
Kate Emerald, but this time around, she's wanting you to be the amazing builder. It is the Jigsaw Challenge. This one's gonna be a tricky one. Kate has built several pieces of homes, rooms if you will, I guess, and you can use these rooms to build whatever you wanna build with them, but you cannot change the walls or delete them. So it looks rather complicated and could be the challenge you have been waiting for. You've got until April 1st to get this jigsaw puzzle put together and looking as good as you want it to be so that Kate Emerald will tour, check it out, and let everyone see your creations. And the hashtag is hashtag jigsaw challenge, spelled just the way it sounds. Next up, we have a first. What do you mean we have a first? Well, Miss Unfortunate herself has her first ever Sims 4 shell challenge, and she is excited to see what you create. The deadline for this challenge is April 2nd. It is a 1K subscriber follower shell challenge, and the hashtag is MU Shell Challenge. And let me give you just a few of the details. Miss Unfortunate herself has hit the 1,000K followers. She's super excited about it, and in order to celebrate, she wants to do a giveaway. And the winner of this shell challenge the first, the third prize winner is going to get any stuff back. The second prize winner is going to get any stuff back. And the first prize winner is going to get any pack of their choice. So be sure to head on over to SimmersDigest.com. Click at the top where it says challenges and check out these challenges. This one is going to be super fun. If you have not yet checked out Miss Unfortunate on YouTube, do yourself a favor. Head on over there after the podcast is over. Check out her videos. She is a delight and so much fun. The final challenge this week is due on April 3rd, and it comes from Leah Morgana on Twitter, spelled L-E-A-M-O-R-G-A-N-A, and they have a new challenge for both builders and cast creators. It's time to clean out and start a brand new era. Upload your creations to the gallery with the hashtag Apocalypta, spelled A-P-P-O-C-A-L. Y P T A by the end of March and join in on all the fun on April 3rd. So she is going to check out your creations. Let me give you just a few of the details. The power is over. The plumbing system sounds like a myth. Living humans can't be found. Am I the only one alive? I need your help. Together we can rebuild and repopulate. Apocalypta. All right, I'm not going to lie. This challenge sounds really cool. And I love that it really touches base on any kind of Sims creator who plays the game. If you're a cast, if you're a builder, if you're gameplay, you have options here. Three different options to be exact. I'm just going to give you the option titles and then I encourage you to go check out all the details on our website at SimmersDigest.com. So we either have the residential district that you're going to be building. Uh, you're going to be building something where you can be a, a place where you can commune with the living or you're going to be a new being that's found alive. So perhaps you're a household or someone who was out and about or maybe you're not even human. So check out the details over at SimmersDigest.com. And this deadline is April 3rd. Again, I want to give a huge shout out to P-Frog Sims and thank her so much for giving me the opportunity to step in here and just have a little bit of fun with these extremely entertaining and challenging challenges that I cannot wait to see what you guys come up with. I'm hoping to maybe submit into one of these, but I don't know when I'll have time to do any of this and do everything else I do, but that's not your problem, that's my problem. So how about we just hear P-Frog give an outro? Thanks for listening to my little segment. If you want to see me do the Super Sim Challenge and lots of build challenges, come over to Twitch and find me at twitch.tv forward slash pfrogsims. And if you're doing the 100 Baby Challenge, do check out my 100 Baby Challenge Tips video on my YouTube channel, which is also called Pfrog Sims. And I'm called that on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and the gallery too. And that's P-E-A-F-R-O-G-S-I-M-S. And I'll chat to you next week. Bye! Sulsul, and welcome to the Simmers Digest Simmer TV Showcase. The Simmer TV Showcase is a way for me to put the spotlight on your amazing creativity and showcase your work and get more Simmers connected to you and your channels. 
It's our 42nd Simmer TV Showcase, and we have some fantastic Simmers, LPs, builds, casts, and tutorials to show you all. Our LP this week is of a Rags to Riches Challenge by the lovely Jack Koala, a wonderful Sims YouTuber who is both a builder and a challenge player. Their current challenge is Dust to Riches, a tribute as well to the new kits, and focuses on his new Rags to Riches Challenge, where he will get to use the new Bust the Dust Kit to earn simoleons, reach for the stars, and become rich. While this is supposedly a glitch, it is best to exploit glitches while they last, and Jack Koala has figured out how to do that hilariously. If you'd like to support Jack Koala's challenge pursuits, make sure to visit and sub to the wonderful Jack Koala's channel and check out their gallery. Their name is KoKoala576, spelled K-O-K-O-A-L-A-576 on the gallery. This week we feature a fantastic builder known as Carissa Sims. She's both a streamer on Twitch and YouTuber. She does both gameplay and a lot of builds. Today we feature her tiny eco-friendly home, perfect for your eco-friendly sims. The house features a pool, grill, and even a greenhouse portion of the home, and yet it is still a tiny home. It features both the beautiful wood tones that accompany Eco Lifestyle Pack, as well as the freight box walls and floors available from the same expansion pack. What's even better about her builds is not only does she show the making of a speed build, but she talks you through her build as well. It's an absolutely gorgeous home worthy of checking out and subbing for on YouTube. You can find her amazing work on the gallery as Carissa Galladu, spelled C-A-R. I-S-S-A-G-A-L-L-A-R-D-O. This week we feature a fantastic simmer we featured before, Sim Skeleton. They've created a modern set of outfits using the shirts and pants found in the Journey to Batu pack. Now, before you say, it's a trap, just to let you know, these outfits are a perfect fit in the Maxis EA world, both for male, female, or any gender sim you create. We appreciate Sim Skeleton showing us how these clothes can fit into the world of The Sims, should you decide to play that way. If you'd like to follow the wonderful Sim Skeleton, you can on her channel or find her creations on the gallery. Their name is the same on both, spelled S-I-M-S-K-E-L-E-T-O-N. This week we check out Schnook's storytelling methods, creating a set. If you're interested in making machinimas, consider checking out Schnook's creation of a machinima set. Schnook shows us how to create a set for a machinima, perfect for those who are interested in creating machinimas or creating sim stories. She even shows us how she creates sets, as well as specific shots or zoom-ins. It's a fantastic look into the behind-the-scenes work that goes into making a machinima. If you'd like more tips and tricks by Schnook machinimas, and fancy build work, consider giving Schnook a follow on both her YouTube and the gallery. She can be found there as Schnook01, spelled S-C-H-N-U-C-K-0-1. Be sure to leave a comment and like on these Simmers videos to show the love for their creations and consider downloading their gallery pieces to see firsthand what they have done with the world to inspire your very own creations. You can watch the full videos by these amazing Simmers by clicking the links in the description down below or by visiting SimmersDigest.com. There you will see a Simmer TV tab at the top of the page. Click it and you will be able to find each Simmer TV showcase, episode, archived, with links to each video. Again, thank you for watching, liking, and subscribing to the Simmers Digest YouTube channel. Until the next video, soul soul and keep on simming! Are you looking for a spot to unwind and warm up after a chilly day on the slopes? Check out our mood board on Instagram this Tuesday or visit simmersdigest.com and check out our entire Simspiration section to explore all the possibilities. Everybody, this is Lady Sweetheart here with your weekly CC Creator Spotlight. This week, we shine the light on a very versatile, very talented CC creator by the name of MSQ Sims. 
MSQ Sims makes a variety of custom content, including makeup, custom eyes and eyebrows, skin overlays, jewelry, and other accessories, and has even recently taken up making some CC hairs. Oh, and this isn't all just for young adult female Sims. No, they also make child CC and some pieces suitable to all Sim genders. Not only that, but you can find some amazing CC in both the Alpha and Maxis Match styles. So whatever style you prefer, you are sure to find something you like amongst MSQ Sim's impressive and expansive collection. All of their CC is of a high quality, something that is truly exceptional when you consider all of the CC pieces this creator makes. One of my favorite things about MSQ Sim CC is the attention to detail they obviously give to their creations, in addition to the variety there is to choose from. I find that their CC selection is diverse enough that it is quite easy to find something that will look good on Sims of all colors, shapes, and sizes. If you want some great cast CC pieces for Sims of all ages and genders in your game, Regardless of your preferred style, make sure to check out MSQ Sims. This has been Lady Sweetheart with your weekly CC Creator Spotlight. from Something Simmish with a brand new Sims 4 tip for you console players. Sometimes you just want to fill your shelf with lots of clutter, but only a small amount of items in the build and buy catalogue actually snap to the grid. Or maybe you just want to have things floating in the air, or decorate something without any grid at all. Playing on a console doesn't mean you can't lift items up to get those decorations on point. Keep in mind that you need to activate the cheat bb.moveobjectson before lifting and lowering objects. Only objects that have been lifted before can be lowered. On PlayStation, to lift and lower objects, select the item and push L2 and R2 and the up and down buttons. On Xbox, select your item by pressing A, then hold both triggers and press the up or down arrow to raise or lower the object. For more tips, tricks and features from The Sims 4, be sure to follow us at something underscore simlish. This week's The Sims Mobile News segment has been brought to you by The Sims Nation. Find your tribe with us. Hey Super Simmer, yes you, we get it, playing The Sims in all its forms on PC, console, and mobile. It is ridiculously fun. However, playing all on your own can get a little lonely. After all, your Sims are gorgeous, your house flawless, and your shenanigans side-splitting. All of that awesomeness deserves to be shared. Find your simming tribe at The Sims Nation. We're a Facebook group fueled by crazy fun contests, sim stories, and dedicated simmers. If you love wild storytelling, killer contests for cash and clout, or just want to rub elbows with players who love The Sims as much as you do, join our Facebook and Discord group today. Can't wait to see you there, you superstar you. Welcome to the Mashima segment in Simmer's Digest podcast. I am April Dark, a Mashima creator on the YouTube platform. Lately I came up with the idea of inviting Mashima creators to every segment where I talk about their content. Today Doris stumbles with me, a creator of Mashima called Nightmares. I asked him to tell us a little about the behind the scenes of that Mashima. Plumbos also gives us some advices if it comes to making animations in Blender. Hi everyone, my name is Jay, but I'm better known as Plumbops over on Twitter and YouTube, and a couple of months ago I uploaded a machinima that was entirely made with Blender. 
Blender is a 3D software that CC creators use to make custom content, but you can also use it to make animations, and that's exactly what I did. And thanks to the kind people here at Simmer.js, I'm gonna talk a little bit about it, mainly behind the scenes, so why I did certain things, and some tips and tricks for people who are just starting out. So first of all, if you haven't watched my machinima, I encourage you to do so. <laughs> I might be a little bit biased since I made it, but for those who haven't, it's called Nightmares and follows a young woman experiencing, you guessed it, nightmares. Now that you're all cut up, let's begin. I started working on the machinima back in May of 2020, and it eventually came out in November. That's a time frame of 6 months. You might be wondering where did all this time go? Let me explain. I first worked on pre-production. That means making up a story, designing characters, writing their backstory, and storyboarding. The first couple of things that I mentioned usually happen inside of The Sims 4 because it's really more time efficient than if I were to start doing everything in Blender. Besides that, pre-production also really means researching stuff, so watching certain videos and movies as inspiration. Personally, I was inspired by Billie Eilish's Bury a Friend, the music video. You might recognize the floating woman on the thumbnail. Tomb Raider 2013 was also one inspiration source, and The Descent, uh, the movie. I'd guess that planning took about a week or two, because I really wanted everything to be perfectly planned out before I started, because I knew I'd be working on this project for quite a long time, and because I was working on it for such a long time, I was more prone to be burnt out because of it, and I'd probably refilm shots halfway through the process if I didn't plan out everything thoroughly, because I wasn't happy with it. Now, after pre-production, I actually started filming, and just like every other mission amount probably everybody ever has made with The Sims 4, I also made it with The Sims 4 because I didn't know any better. I kept at it for about 3 months, until I figured out that I was not at all happy with it. Like, I kinda hated it. So I threw away everything I had previously done, and I revised some of the story, and decided to start over. So, you know, the whole planning thing didn't work out, I guess. Now at this time, I wasn't going to work with The Sims 4, I felt that the wonky camera controls, really poor lighting engine, and you know, lack of customizability really limited my creativity. So I moved over to Blender. Now with Blender, making animated movies was actually a priority of the program, not just something sticked on there as an extra with The Sims 4. So with Blender, I was in control of everything. The lights, animations, colors. Blender does have a deep learning curve, but I decided that I would keep working on it. Now, at the time, I didn't realize that this was super ambitious because everything is animated by hand, and that is super time consuming. In the end, 80% of my time spent working on the machinima was just animation. The other 20% was stuff like artwork, scenery, etc. Now, artwork for me was a nice change of pace because I didn't have to spend time animating stuff and I could just work on this, the nice scenery and composition of the art piece. Now, the tens of hours put into this project were super worth it. It came out a lot better than it would have with The Sims 4. Naturally, this is personal. Some people prefer The Sims 4 to record and I really aspire that. To me, it's amazing what those people do with the limited resources, you know, because it's it can be an absolute pain to make The Sims 4 look remotely as good. And yet some people still manage to do it somehow, and that never ceases to amaze me. So really props to the people who actually work with The Sims 4, because Blender was really just an easy way out. Now, that's not to say that I'm not happy that I moved over, because otherwise I never would have discovered this love and passion for 3D and animation. Now, this was my first project in Blender, so a lot of the time spent was really just figuring out stuff. And because I had to just figure everything out on my own, I found that quite difficult. So I'm gonna share some tips and tricks with you. Keep in mind that I'm still learning too, and I'm definitely not the best out there. But I picked up some stuff over the past months learning this program that I'm really happy to share. Now, the first advice I can give you is, don't be overly ambitious when it comes to your first project. My first animation was really bad, but it was good practice. If I had started immediately animating and making the machinima, I probably would have gotten overwhelmed with the program, and I probably never would have finished it. Now, the second tip when it comes to Blender's foundation and, you know, stuff in general, is that other tutorials can be utilized too. I searched up tutorials that specifically concerned Blender and The Sims 4, and that is a super small community, and I really just limited my own learning resources. So 
if you search something up, a tutorial or something, know that it doesn't have to specifically have The Sims 4 in the title. A tip concerning animation specifically is that if you have difficulty making something anatomically correct, is that you should record yourself doing something. That way you have perfect reference footage. So it's always good to have reference footage, but it's always better when you record your own because it'll look exactly the way you want it to look. However, some things are really difficult to record like climbing or rolling, so you can always search the internet. It, it'll never be perfect, but it, it helps, it really does. And another really good tip that I personally found good is that you should try and find shortcuts everywhere. You should find shortcuts everywhere because this stuff is super time consuming. So you want to be as efficient as possible to cut down on that time so you don't have to spend months on end just working on one single project. Now being efficient really just means like planning your camera movements ahead of time, be you know, because of storyboarding. Um, that way you don't have to spend time animating stuff that won't be seen anyway. Making the scene really good is also good, but do it just in front of the camera. That's the only thing the audience really sees. It's kind of like an illusion, like if it doesn't look good behind the scenes, well it doesn't matter because it's the only thing you see. You can even work in some pictures in the background, it really doesn't matter. As long as it's not clearly seen, from a distance it'll probably just look as good as it would otherwise. Last but not least. If you struggle to keep going with Blender because you feel overwhelmed, know that you can always, and I mean literally always, reach out to me via DM. It'd be a shame if you quit halfway through because so many of you are so creative and I'm sure that you would make awesome stuff with Blender. Also, I'm planning on doing a really in-depth tutorial because I feel like there's a lack of knowledge about Blender within the Sims 4 community. So head on over to my channel, Plumbobs, that's with a zero by the way, and keep your eyes peeled. Now that was really it for me. I really want to thank you for listening to this little segment about Blender. And I really want to thank Simmers Digest for having me here and letting me talk about this thing I love a lot. So goodbye! Thank you so much Plumbos for all your interesting tips about making machimas in Blender. This topic is very fascinating to me. I am really impressed by people who create such forms of art. Now let me say a little about my impression of Jay's machima. I'd like to start from the story. The machima nightmares has only a few dialogues so if you didn't get the story at first, you can read about it in the description. Actually, the creator highlighted the synopsis as a spoiler so I won't include it here. And I'll just say that the story is about the girl who tries to cope with the loss of her parents when she was younger. She uses her dreams as a way of dealing with it, but not everything in them is that peaceful. Some evil forces have bad intentions towards her. Okay, I told you a little about this story and now, listen to me. You have to watch it. You just have to, there is no other way. You know how difficult making a machine in Blender is? I find it quite tricky to even animate a scene doing one single freaking step and this creator made a whole single video on it. All the settings, animations, camera movements, this is insane. It looks like a Disney animation, really. I hope that you can give that creator some love, especially that when I am writing this segment, the Mashima has only 400 views and I don't understand why. YouTube algorithms really messed up their work if it comes to promoting such underrated content. So I hope that you, the listeners, can make a difference and help me with, you know, supporting other Mashima creators because they really deserve it. That's all if it comes to my segment. Thank you so much for listening to it and I hope that you will enjoy the rest of our podcast. Bye! Did you know that with the new Windows update, you can place more than one window on the same tile or tiles? No need to worry if your windows or doors aren't tall enough. You can use this new feature to extend upwards or outwards and take up as much space as you need. For more tips like this, visit my Building 101 series on YouTube by searching for Hip Hip Renee. I'm Soli Sims. And I'm Technobabble. And this is your Simmers Digest News Brief. 
The varied realms of The Sims are all steadily changing, offering fresh content for their respective awaiting audiences. Sims Freeplay finally unveiled their New York apartment update, Sims Mobile wrapped up its charming greenery treasure hunt, and Sims 4 get up for the upcoming bunk bed update with hints of more to come. After several days of Twitter teasers, Sims Freeplay developers finally rolled out the latest New York apartment update featuring Big Apple loft-worthy looks such as contemporary industrial bookshelves, drafting tables, enormous windows, steel beams, chic chests and wardrobes, sleek ovens, and far more. Influence Island New York Bedroom offers players an array of Big Apple looks in exchange for exchange tokens. After convincing and cajoling neutral NPC sims into clanmates, players get the chance to spin for such prizes such as king-size beds, metal floor lamps, four cowhide rugs, wardrobes, leather ottoman, and vintage lighting. Sim Chase Season 26 guides players through a gamut of events in competition with a rival sim. Successful simmers have the chance to win sleek bathroom and breakfast items such as corner showers, wall lights, brick wallpaper, and New York hair for male and female sims. The Lofty Lifestyle Live event begins April 5th and continues to offer the glamour and glitz of New York life. Players can win a drafting table, vintage bicycles, industrial lighting, exposed brickwork, and metal shelving, but only the craftiest of simmers will succeed. Influence Island Season 8 will offer Scandinavian 2.0 prizes. These are the same prizes as the previous version. Beds, hanging shelves, kitchen, tops, basin, sinks, but in new color swatches. Seam Chase Season 27 gives players the chance to create an iconic New York diner with such prizes as diner uniforms, bath stools, black and white flooring, milkshake makers, wall lighting, square booth tables, and more. Check out Simmers Digest website and the Sims Nation Discord for detailed resources. I now pass you on to Technobabble for the Sims Mobile and Sims 4 News. Thank you, Soli. Sims Mobile wound down its greenest garden event. Players claim their new glossy female hair, rustic sprinkler, and quaint greenhouse only to settle in and wait for spring cleaning reruns. Wash and Fold, which begins April 5th, and Dessert for Two, which begins March 22nd. The Wash and Fold Sweet Treats rerun allows players a second chance to win the Simple Suds washing machine, the linen fresh clothesline, and a beautiful slew of adorable laundry clutter and furniture like pastel shelves, squat hampers, and wicker chairs. The long-awaited Dessert for Two Sweet Treats rerun gives mobile players a chance to win a coveted sweetheart spa, Mads multicolor braid, date night movie screen, and an array of date night wear, comfortable couches, and romantic lighting. Enjoying a quieter week overall, the Sims 4 team geared up for their March 23rd introduction of bunk beds, an item players have demanded for months. In addition, Sims 4 developers hinted that the bunk bed update may come accompanied with some other updates, the likes of which the team may reveal on March 22nd. In true Maxis fashion, the team suddenly released a Sims 3 pack sale alongside a Sims 4 pack sale. Sales, of course, usually precede some new pack announcement. Thus, players are hungrily awaiting news of the next Sims 4 pack or base game update. That's all for now, but stay safe, stay masked, and happy simming. For more details and a closer look at many of the screenshots mentioned in today's news brief, be sure to take a look at SimmersDigest.com. Our team is working around the clock to keep you updated on all things Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Freeplay, along with highlighting many members of our community. I want to thank all of you so much for tuning in this week. I will admit I'm rather excited to take next week off as I am in need of a nice healthy break. But fear not, we will be all over the internet and socials sharing our love and appreciation of your amazing creations, brilliantly entertaining content, and your general positivity. And as you all know, the Digest is always growing and looking to explore new avenues to increase our engagement and connections with you. 
It's our commitment to always keep you up to date, so we will continue to keep everything you may want to know about the Simmers Digest over at SimmersDigest.com. There you will find all of the links to our socials, blog posts, Simmer features, gallery walks, and so much more. Our Simmers Digest community is growing each week, and I cannot thank you all enough for your continued support and encouragement. I could not make this show happen without an amazing and ever-growing crew. You can connect with them by checking out the About tab on our website today. And of course, I would like to thank them right here. Thank you Hip Hip Renee, Silken Sims, Star Shuz, P-Frog Sims, It's Physics Jim, Soli Sims, Retha Sims, Lady Sweetheart, Alarin, Basically Bex, Miss Fina, Nerdgasm, April Dark, Yellow Plumbub, and the entire Something Simlish team for your continued support and brilliant creativity you bring to the show each week. And for all the energy you put forth to help support our amazing community and all of its members. I would also like to thank the moderators, managers, docents, and members of the Sims Nation on Discord. All week long, they keep the conversation lively, send in fantastic new videos, builds, Sims, and more to feature both here and in the digital pages of the Simmers Digest magazine. I adore spending hours each day connecting with Simmers and collaborating there, as well as with the brilliant members of the Plumbob Academy and the Sim Streamers and YouTubers group on Facebook. And lastly, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want more Simmer-related content, look no further than the Simmer's Digest magazine from our Flipboard magazine. Just a few flips and you may discover someone new. An imaginative build idea, great YouTube channels, and so much more. Please consider following us on Twitter, checking out our website, SimmersDigest.com, connecting with us on Instagram, or even on TikTok, and perhaps even favoring our page on Facebook. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider subscribing inside of your favorite... As many of you know, it is our mission here at Simmers Digest to highlight our Sims community by sharing our work, creations, stories, and videos, while also feeding our imaginations and fueling our creations, as well as connecting one another and continuing to help grow our amazing community. We are thrilled to announce a brand new space at SimmersDigest.com designed to help fuel that creativity, and we are calling it Simspiration. A place to go when you're looking for ideas for new builds, cast ideas, landscape planning, interior design, and eventually even story ideas for gameplay or let's plays. You can stop by regularly to see updated posts weekly or look for our posts on Instagram and Twitter showcasing one of the aforementioned concepts. We hope that this space may spark your creative process and help support your creations as well as your creativity. You can check it out today at SimmersDigest.com forward slash Simspiration, and that's spelled S-I-M-S-P-I-R-A-T-I-O-N.
listeners to the show know that I absolutely adored The Sims and podcasts. They also know that I have been looking for enjoyable Sims-based podcasts to listen to for some time and had quite a hard time finding anything new and current. Lucky for this Simmer, I recently came across a gem while continuing my search. The fantastically brilliant podcast named Under the Plumbob is delightfully entertaining, with new content every week. The team of hosts have an absolute blast stepping away from reality to share their thoughts about The Sims, related news, favorites, and so much more. If you are looking to expand your audio enjoyment of The Sims, then do yourself a favor and go check out Under the Plumbob today, found on just about every podcasting app. The Plum Bob Academy is a Discord server dedicated to supporting, educating, and promoting Sims content creators. Whether you're a YouTuber, streamer, blogger, or podcaster, this community has tutorials, help groups, and informed staff to help you learn more about how to use your chosen platform, grow your audience, and just support you on your journey. The world of content creation can be hard and lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Find others who share your passion, have been on this journey so know your pains and how to help you. Join the Discord server, the Plum Bob Academy, today. Can't find the server? Follow us on Twitter and get the link, meet new people, find great content, or have your content retweeted. The Plum Bob Academy is here to help support you on your creative path. So come join this amazing group of creators today. I hope to see you on the server.